Welcome to Lady in the Couch, a podcast about mental health and well-being, relationships, and topics specifically related to women. I am your host, Autumn Collier, a licensed psychotherapist in Atlanta, Georgia. Let's have a seat on the couch. Welcome. Thank you for being here. So today's topic is about the idea of duality and living life in the gray space. So I'll share a little bit about why duality is important and how to become a little bit more comfortable in the gray in terms of how we change our thinking. So first, let's just talk about the dialectic, the idea of dichotomous or black and white thinking, which hence creates the opportunity to need to live in or to live in the gray. So oftentimes in my work with clients and just throughout life period, you run into folks who are very black and white, very dichotomous on either end of the spectrum. Either it is or it isn't, it is right or it's wrong, it's good or bad, just very opposite end of the spectrum and no room for any meshing down the middle of that spectrum. So for many people, this way, this dichotomous thinking for them is a comfort because I know for many living life in the gray can be extremely uncomfortable or not provide certainty that we often feel we need, which helps us in some ways decrease our anxiety by having that certainty. So living in the gray can be extremely uncomfortable. So we want and and we even believe over time that we need certainty and that we have to be exact. So that may be how we come to develop that all or nothing thinking or that black and white dichotomous thinking. And at some point in our lives, we all experience this black and white thinking and really allow it to guide us in how we think. We've also benefited from this thinking in many instances could motivate us in some ways or or sometimes having this black or white thinking, either I'm doing my best or I'm not. Either I'm making straight A's or just call me a failure. Sometimes that thinking maybe has motivated us in the past to be that straight A student or either I'm going 100 miles an hour at my career or mm, I'm not. And that type of behavior, that mentality has allowed us to be uber successful. So it doesn't seem like there's a need to change anything because it has been working until it doesn't. So that black or white thinking, while it may be motivating in the short term for some, it can have some unhealthy, immediate, and even lingering consequences. Let's talk about some of the difficulties or the parts of black and white thinking that could be troublesome. So one is black and white thinking is irrational. It paints a very limited picture of a situation. So it makes life and circumstances sound quite simple as if there are only two categories to operate in. And these categories, as you can see, black and white are on opposite ends of a spectrum. The black and white categories are opposites of each other. So it's either good or bad, right or wrong, loved or unloved, mean or nice. These opposing categories, they kind of remind you of how children reason about the world and categorize life events. If you ever hear kids talk, you know, you're mean or you're nice or their descriptions of things are very opposing or very absolute where there's no room for a yes and. To go along with it. It's very simple for a child just to label it for what it is or what they believe it to be, which could be opposing views or on the end of a spectrum. However, you ever see a child 
present an idea or a topic to an adult, their simple way of looking at things to an adult, sometimes the adult may say, well, it's complicated because the adult may not be able to simply summarize what the child is experiencing as a good, bad, right, wrong. And they may tell the child, well, it's complicated. And that complicated part, that is the gray. That is the gray that we want to become comfortable with. So one of the antidotes for black and white thinking is the idea of duality. So duality is a concept from the treatment modality, dialectical behavior therapy developed by Marshall Linehan. Taken from its namesake, understanding and navigating dialectics are important during DBT, dialectical behavior therapy. So dialectics are the art of holding two or more things in balance that are opposing or contrary or in conflict, yet they are real and true. The goal is to synthesize or combine things that seem to be in opposition, black and white. However, we are fusing or combining them because both of those things, even though they are contrary or in opposition, they are still very true and hold truths. An example of dialectics might be wants and needs or feelings and thoughts, recreation and responsibilities. So those things are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, While these dialectics are on opposite ends, we want to aim to fuse them so that we exist in the middle of the spectrum, which some would call the gray area. So simply stated, dialectics and duality hold the belief that two or more things can be true at the same time. So for instance, someone can fail a test and not be a failure, or someone can love their spouse and divorce them. Those seem like opposing ideas. However, they can be true. Another truthful dialectic to where these things may seem contrary or opposing in a sense is the idea of I am coping with life as best I can and I can do better. So both hold true and remove the idea that either we are coping or we are not, as well as with the prior example, we don't have to pick one. Either I love you or I divorce you. We don't have to pick one. Both can be true. Dialectic synthesizes or merges these two conflicting ideas. So there is a magic three-letter word when using dialectics and duality. This three-letter word that we want to incorporate in our vocabulary conjoins our truths. And this word is and, A-N-D, and. So the word and combines or fuses statements and provides the opportunity for the mismatched statements to exist in the same place. So the use of and, we actually want it to replace but. We are so used to speaking, you know, I love you, but I'm divorcing you. So that but negates everything. That but negates the idea of I love you. And it now just focuses on I'm divorcing you. But is very negating and dismisses everything that comes before it. And it therefore only creates space for one truth. So another example, I love my job, but it is too stressful. So that leaves us with the resounding my job is too stressful as everything that comes before it was dismissed. So instead, we can hold space for both to be true. I love my job and it is very stressful. We've given space for both to exist and we are better able to accept what is. This is the reality. Both are very true and real and also contrary. 
Black and white thinking is not beneficial to our emotional well-being, our emotional health. It really creates these high stakes for our daily living, which can feel really stressful and impossible to satisfy. So if throughout our day-to-day, everything kind of feels it is or it ain't, I'm in or I'm out, right or wrong, good, bad, if we have to categorize it as such on an end of a spectrum, it really just raises the stakes for our day-to-day and allows us to or puts us in a position to constantly judge or categorize our life events as good, bad, right, wrong, et cetera. And consequently, our moods shift rapidly and in coordination with our categorization. So if we are operating from this black or white thinking, and the idea is I'm working from home and I'm going full speed, I'm working 10 hours a day because that's what makes me productive. And if I If I don't work 10 hours a day, then I'm not productive. Like if that is the spectrum you're operating, go on 10 hours equals productivity, less than 10 hours does not, or I'm lazy if I don't work 10 hours, let's say those are your dialectics. That's that kind of all or nothing belief or all or nothing thinking. Then likely we are categorizing as one set of thinking as good, me working 10 hours a day that would be considered maybe or categorized as good to an individual and not working 10 hours a day and therefore feeling lazy is categorized as bad. So our moods will fall in line or align with however we categorize our behavior. So if we had a difficult day and did not work those full 10 hours, well, now we feel lazy And we've already told ourselves this is bad. So our mood is going to correlate with our thought or belief that what we've done is bad. So all or nothing thinking, it also creates an anxious lifestyle perpetuated by unrealistic expectations for oneself. So the example I just gave, so because we are anxious and we want to constantly be good, we're now operating on the end of the spectrum that says I have to work 10 hours a day for me to feel productive. We are constantly trying to achieve that, trying to work on that end of the spectrum, which then becomes unrealistic and leaves no room for error, and it creates a great deal of anxiety within us. So acknowledging the dialectic or duality in each situation allows an opportunity as well to show ourselves grace, acknowledge many things to be true, create some room for objectivity, and enter into a space of acceptance of what is. So an example of duality or operating in that gray space, allowing yourself to be there could be, I made horrible decisions last night and I am working to improve my decision-making and am still a very worthy person. All of this can be true and there is room for it all to exist together. There is no need to infer or reach a black or white conclusion as to whether we are overall responsible or reckless No need for that level of judgment, per se. We really want to revel in the idea of many things can be true. I made horrible decisions, and I am also working to improve uh, my decision-making and am still a very worthy person. Everything in that example is true and can coexist without negating each other. So we don't have to just pick one of those truths. I like to say with duality, two or more things can be true. We like to offer and acknowledge the buffet of truths that can exist. So it's like a buffet. A buffet of truths can exist. We don't have to just pick one. You know, another thing too, when it comes to the black or white thinking or opposite end of the spectrum thinking, 
in life, we don't necessarily want to operate on any end of any spectrum. We don't want to be the least smart in the world, and we don't want to be the most smart in the world because both are very isolating. Being on any end of the spectrum, those are outliers or outlying situations. So ideally, we would operate moderately down the middle. And that is one thing that that gray area duality can help us do, operate more moderately down the middle and acknowledge the many truths that are present without having to pick one. So using dialectics and duality, it is a very intentional practice. The benefits are worth the effort and they allow us to exist intentionally in the gray. We can acknowledge truths and see many perspectives there. We can increase our use of objectivity and show ourselves grace during the process. I think operating in the gray also eliminates the need to have to judge something, to have to claim something, to have to make something or label something. And we can just really exist and acknowledge what is without the slew of emotions that us categorizing or judging it would bring. Sometimes someone may say something like, well, yeah, me and my spouse, we broke up or me and my partner, we broke up. Well, let me tell you what he did. He said this and this and that and the other. Don't you think that was bad? And I think there's a lot of objectivity that can be there. Some things, yeah, hands down, oh, that was horrible. And some things may not necessarily need a category. There are some things that are hands down heinous, sure. However, there are also things where it is very subjective and subject to that person and their own experience. And you can maybe see both sides of the situation. So there is that gray area where we don't have to choose who was right, who was wrong, who's at fault, who's at blame. We can just kind of exist in the area of this is where we're at. We really cared about each other and it didn't work. Or I had high hopes for this relationship and it ended abruptly. And I don't know why. Like all of that can be true and we can learn to sit with some of that in the gray area. So all or nothing thinking reduces us to one dimension beings. And as humans, we are very complex with many truths. And that is what makes our human experience a beautiful journey. So instead of reducing ourselves to one or the other, let's really acknowledge and revel in the idea that there are many truths to us, many experiences that we have, and we can sit with it all. There's room at the table for it all because it is a buffet. Our lives are a buffet of events, a buffet of truths, a buffet of emotions, and they can all sit there and coexist at the same time. I hope you find the idea of duality helpful and understand that it is a shift in thinking that we really have to practice and be intentional about. It won't happen overnight, but it's something that we can continually practice. Duality is something that we can continuously and intentionally practice as a way to shift our thinking. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you next time on the couch. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Lady and the Couch. Feel free to share this episode with your friends on all of your social media platforms. If you are in the Atlanta area and seeking therapy, visit ladyandthecouch.com to learn more. The content in this episode is not intended to diagnose or treat. It is for informational purposes only.